0: Welcome, everyone, to Daily Prayer at the Abbey. I'm Father David, and this is Morning Prayer for Tuesday, January 31st, the year of our Lord, 2023, the season after Epiphany. The prophet writes from the rising of the sun to its setting, My name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to My name, and a pure offering. For My name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. I'll be reading the parts for the efficient. You'll be responding with the parts for the people in bold. So join me now on page 12 as we humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. In unison, Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and the desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Page 15, our morning canticle, the Ublate. Together, O be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Be assured that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures from generation to generation. Our psalm for this morning, first verses of Psalm 78 beginning on page 368 of our Book of Common Prayer. The psalmist sings, Hear my teaching, O my people, incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and such as our forefathers have told us, that we should not hide from them, from the children of the generations to come, but show the honor of the Lord, his mighty and wonderful works that he has done. He made a covenant with Jacob and gave Israel a law which he commanded our forefathers to teach their children that their posterity might know it and the children which were yet unborn with the intent that when they came up they might show it to their children that they might put their trust in God and not forget the works of God but keep his commandments and not be as their forefathers a faithless and stubborn generation a generation that did not set their heart aright and whose spirit did not cleave steadfastly to God. Like the children of Ephraim, archers carrying bows who turned back in the day of battle, they did not keep the covenant of God and would not walk in his law, but forgot what he had done and the wonderful works that he had shown them. Marvelous things he did in the sight of our forefathers, in the land of Egypt, even in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and let them go through. He made the waters to stand in a heap. In the daytime he led them with a cloud, and all the night through with a light of fire. He split the hard rocks in the wilderness, and gave them drink in abundance as out of the great deep. He brought waters out of the stony rock, so that it gushed out like the rivers. Yet for all this they sinned more against him, and provoked the Most High in the wilderness. And the glory of Patrick, glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Our first lesson, Genesis, chapter 30. Genesis 30, beginning at verse 1. When Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children, she envied her sister. She said to Jacob, Give me children, or I shall die. Jacob's anger was kindled against Rachel, and he said, Am I in the place of God, who has withheld from you the fruit of the womb? Then she said, Here is my servant Bilhah. Go into her, so that she may give birth on my behalf, that even I may have children through her. So she gave him her servant Bilhah as a wife, and Jacob went in to her. And Bilhah conceived and bore Jacob a son. Then Rachel said, God has judged me and has also heard my voice and given me a son. Therefore, she called his name Dan. Rachel's servant Bilhah conceived again and bore Jacob a second son. Then Rachel said, My mighty wrestlings, I have wrestled with my sister and have prevailed. So she called his name Naphtali. When Leah saw that she had ceased bearing children, she took her servant Zilpah and gave her to Jacob as a wife. Then Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a son. And Leah said, Good fortune has come. So she called his name Gad. Leah's servant Zilpah bore Jacob a second son. And Leah said, Happy Anna, am, am I, for women have called me happy. So she called his name Asher. In the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went and found mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, Please give me some of your son's mandrakes. But she said to her, Is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Rachel said, Then he may lie with you tonight in exchange for your son's mandrakes. When Jacob came from the field in the evening, Leah went out to meet him and said, You must come into me, for I have hired you with my son's mandrakes. So he lay with her that night. And God listened to Leah, and she conceived and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me my wages because I gave my servant to my husband. So she called his name Issachar. And Leah conceived again, and she bore Jacob a sixth son. Then Leah said, God has endowed me with a good endowment. Now my husband will honor me because I have borne him six sons. So she called his name Zebulon. Afterwards she bore a daughter, and called her name Dinah. Then God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived and bore a son, and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, saying, May the Lord add to me another son. As soon as Rachel had borne Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, that I may go to my own home and country. Give me my wives and my children for whom I have served you, that I may go, for you know the service that I have given you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your sight, I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me because of you. Name your wages, and I will give it. Jacob said to him, You yourself know how I have served you, and how your livestock has fared with me. For you have had little before I came, and it has increased abundantly. And the Lord has blessed you wherever I turned. But now when shall I provide for my own household also? He said, What shall I give you? Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this for me, I will again pasture your flock and keep it. Let me pass through all your flock today, removing from it every speckled and spotted sheep and every black lamb, and the spotted and speckled among the goats, and they shall be my wages. So my honesty will answer for me later when you come to look into my wages with you. Everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, if found with me, shall be counted stolen. Laban said, Good, let it be as you have said. But that day Laban removed the male goats that were striped and spotted, and all the female goats that were speckled and spotted, every one that had white on it, and every lamb that was black, and put them in the charge of his sons. And he set a distance of three days' journey between himself and Jacob, and Jacob pastured the rest of Laban's flock. Then Jacob took fresh sticks of poplar and almond and plane trees, and peeled white streaks in them, exposing the white of the sticks. He set the sticks that he had peeled in front of the flocks in the troughs, that is, the watering places where the flocks came to drink. And since they bred when they came to drink, The flocks bred in front of the sticks, and so the flocks brought forth striped, speckled, and spotted. And Jacob separated the lambs and set the faces of the flocks toward the striped and all the black in the flock of Laban. He put his own droves apart and did not put them with Laban's flock. Whenever the stronger of the flock were breeding, Jacob would lay the sticks in the troughs before the eyes of the flock that they might breed among the sticks. But for the feebler of the flock, he would not lay them there. So the feebler would be Laban's and the stronger Jacob's. Thus the man increased greatly and had large flocks, female servants and male servants and camels and donkeys. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us respond to the lesson now in the words of the Tadeum Laudamus on page 17. In unison, we praise you, O God, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Our second lesson, the Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John chapter 16, verse 1. Jesus continues, I have said all these things to you to keep you from falling away. They will put you out of the synagogues. Indeed, the hour is coming when whoever kills you will think he is offering service to God. And they will do these things because they have not known the Father, nor me. But I have said these things to you that when their hour comes, you may remember that I have told them to you. I did not say these things to you from the beginning because I was with you. But now I am going to him who sent me, and none of you ask me where are you going. But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. Therefore I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Page 19, the Benedictus, our response. Together, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. But return and join me as we lift our voices together and profess our faith in the Apostles' Creed. The Apostles' Creed on page 20. Save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. Page 602, our Collect of the Day, from the Fourth Sunday in Epiphany. O God, you know that we are set in the midst of many grave dangers, and because of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant that your strength and protection may support us in all dangers and carry us through every temptation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And on page 23, this Collect for Peace on this Tuesday morning, O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know You his eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom. Defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. Through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Now we'll lift up three prayers for mission, as is our custom in the Anglican Communion. The first, on behalf of the Church of Jesus Christ and its leaders. Secondly, we want to lift up our government leaders. And last, we want to remember our neighbor, our fellow man, as we hold up our prayer list unto the Lord. I'll use these three prayers for mission on page 24 to frame our intercessions, and I invite you to join with me. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge your life-giving spirit of grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. We pray this day for all of those that you've called to shepherd your people as apostles and prophets, evangelists and pastors and teachers. We ask, O God, that you'd help these to be faithful ministers of your word and your sacraments as they build up your church for the work of the ministry. We pray for Foley, our Archbishop of the Anglican Church in North America, along with Mark, our Bishop here in the Anglican Diocese of the Great Lakes, and Alan, our Archdeacon. Take this time to lift up your Archbishop or your Bishop, and remember your pastor or your rector. Be sure and hold up your church or your mission work before the Lord. I hold up Crossroads Anglican and the Abbey. If you're joining us from another denomination, lift up your denomination and its leaders. Father, forgive us our sad divisions. Make us one. Help us to love one another as Christ has loved us, and help us to do those works that are pleasing in your sight. Help us to be salt and light in the midst of a corrupt and a darkened generation. Build your church, mighty God, and let not the gates of hell prevail against it. These things we pray through Jesus Christ our Lord, the chief apostle and high priest of our confession. Amen. Now let's hold up our government leaders. O God, you've made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and you've sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold. Pour out your Spirit upon all flesh and hasten the coming of your kingdom. We pray today for all of those you've called to govern, asking that you would lift up the humble and those who do what is right according to their oath of office, but to resist the proud and the self-serving. Rebuke the wicked openly so that all may learn to fear you and learn that all power and all authority comes from you. We pray for Joe, our president, Kamala, our vice president, all the president's cabinet. We lift up Kevin, our speaker, Chuck, our senate leader, and all of our elected officials in the House and in the Senate pray for john our chief justice and all the members of the supreme court and all the courts throughout the land i bring to you gretchen my governor here in the state of michigan along with gary my township supervisor and invite you to lift up the governor of your state or your commonwealth and to remember your local leader Father, give these that we've elected and all of those that they've appointed wisdom and strength to know and to do your will. And since your word says that righteousness exalts a nation, I ask you to help each of us to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with our God, that you might visit our nation with your blessing and not in judgment. These things we pray through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit one God now and forever. Amen. Finally, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we reaching forth our hands in love may bring those that do not know you to the knowledge and the love of you. We pray for that today for all of those that are suffering and afflicted in their bodies are in their minds. We lift up the hungry and the homeless, the destitute and the oppressed. We bring to you the sick, the wounded, the crippled, and all of the institutionalized. We hold up those who find themselves in loneliness or fear and anguish, those facing temptation, doubt or despair we remember the sorrowful and the bereaved who are nursing or have lost loved ones especially your church and the families of the martyrs Lord have mercy we hold up the prisoners and the captives and all of those in mortal danger All of our men and women in the military, the law enforcement community. All of our first responders and our health care workers. These that protect us, oh Lord, we ask you to protect them. And we pray, Lord, that you and your mercy will comfort and relieve these and everyone on our prayer list. Granting them the knowledge of your great love. As you stir up in each of us the will and the patience to minister to the poor. And all of these things we ask for the honor of your great name. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast now and to lift up your personal intercessions unto the Lord. But return and join with me at the end as we lift our voices together and give thanks to Almighty God. please click on the donation button on the right side of our homepage. page make your tax deductible gifts alleluia alleluia let us bless the lord brothers and sisters thanks be to god alleluia alleluia may the god of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing through the power of the holy spirit amen